0: Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Nan the Wiser podcast. Today I'm sitting down with some of the people from the Farming for the Future project to talk about this project and all of the wonderful things it has achieved so far. So we've got Matt Johnson, Gavin Bennett and Bruce Gardner. So guys, if you wouldn't mind going around the table and just sharing what your role in the project has been.
1: My role was mainly at the start really, setting the project up and then recruiting the land
2: advisor and then I passed it on to these guys to run with it. Yeah, I came in part way through the project, uh, the land advisor was already in post, that was Helena, who I'm sure would enjoy a shout out and <laughs> who has now become Bruce. So I was, well, I'm responsible for overseeing those guys and uh, helping them with uh, all aspects of the
3: projects. Yeah, uh, I'm Bruce, I'm the Nen Valley Land Advisor, been a project officer for Farm for the Future. So my role's been going out to farmers, engaging with them, and getting projects off the ground and organising the works and getting them funding.
0: Brilliant,
2: brilliant. Yeah, doing all the hard bits. It's all, all the hard bits. <laughs> <laughs> all the
0: talking. So. How long has the Farming for the Future project been going on from its inception up until now? When did it start?
1: It started with this name at the start of Netscape, so five years okay. ago, but it kind of probably started before that because it came out of the nature improvement area. We had a land management project in that with a land advisor and a bit of a grant scheme, so a very similar kind of project that did some good stuff. And then there's a big pause in between nature improvement area ending and Nenscape starting. And we kind of particularly realised during that that actually takes a long time to build up contacts with farmers and landowners. And if you have a project that runs for a few years and then stops for a few years, you kind of don't get very far. So one of our main aims with Nenscape was that we turn the Nenscape funding into a full time land advisor and then we keep them and the project running after the lifetime of Nenscape. So it can be going five years, but we're not intending to stop it anytime soon.
0: Okay, that's brilliant. And then, so that that position specifically, that was Helena, who has now moved on to a different role and is now Bruce, who is in this position, continuing with you guys, the Wildlife Trust, after Nenscape, so that's a really nice legacy. Indeed. Yeah, okay, brilliant. So over the last few years then, what are some of the things that you guys have worked on that? Have really stood out to
1: you? I guess right at the start what stood out in a negative way was during the <laughs> development phase we had a couple of evenings in pubs with farmers right. to kind of shape what the scheme should look like and get their opinions. Unfortunately it was kind of the same time as the Environment Agency had announced they were doing some lock reversals stuff that was going to potentially flood farmland. So we ended up with a, basically a pub full of angry farmers that just wanted to rant at us for the entire <laughs> evening about a topic that was nothing to do with any of us <laughs> so in the end they kind of came around a bit and actually a lot of those farmers have engaged with the project they all kind of filled in forms afterwards and kind of said oh this is what you could potentially do on my farm i would like a meadow here or you could put some barn out boxes here mm-hmm. and a lot of those projects have actually come to fruition and we've kind of now got a good working relationship with those farmers so that's kind of the biggest positive and change that i've seen in the project okay that's
2: brilliant that's really good
0: and yourself kevin any noteworthy highlights
2: i think just the the wide reach of the project in the project area we've engaged with a lot of landowners farmers primarily but the, the landowners have done some really good stuff i mean it's been really really good to do some nice meadow restoration things and seeing how they go Um, Lots of increase in wildflowers and getting some more infrastructure in to help those be managed in future and we've done some big headline wetland stuff which has been really good but I'll I'll save that for Bruce to talk about since he organised the last run of but yeah it's just been really good to, I visit a lot of farms outside of the project area and people are aware of it and we've had plenty of people who have been trying, who have asked if we can help them do things who weren't unfortunately within the project area, so it's good to see the impact we've had within the within the county much more wider than the project itself.
0: That's brilliant. you Bruce.
3: Well, yeah, like Evan was alluding to, the rotary ditching work that we did over the summer, which was headline hitting news we got on BBC Look East, which was quite fun, presenting and talking about that. The water quality remediation work that we've done. It's when we've done surveys before and afterwards and there's been marked increases in aquatic invertebrates and the quality of those and some rare species have turned up which has been really nice to see so the work's having a, a, a physical impact that we can record during the time of the project that's been really nice to see.
0: That's, that's really brilliant yeah tangible results like that are always really great to see. So in the beginning of the project I believe in the ALCAP document Matt I think you wrote that very many wildlife habitats in the Nen Valley have declined over the last eight years was between an eighty and ninety five percent decrease in marshland and semi natural grassland areas, and one of the aims of the project was to try and sort of reclaim that back or try and improve that. So I suppose, have you guys seen uh, the improvement that you wanted to see within doing that, or just I guess within the whole project?
1: I think on a sort of some farms, we've definitely seen improvements. I guess those kind of stats are from since. Forties <clears throat> till now, there's been a huge decline. Okay, in this kind of okay, right. That's so a like, point. last that's a eighty point. years. So, kind of, in five years, we we're not going to make a drastic, <laughs> a drastic change to bring them back. But I think some of the work we've done, plus some of the sort of the changes in how farming communities sort of see the environment and wants to, and some of how some of the stewardship schemes are assisting farms to be more environmentally friendly. I think we've definitely seen, yeah, some improvements in the right direction in the Ned valley. Okay, that's
0: that's pretty grand. Have you had to alter the direction of the project at all from, from when it started? Did you encounter any sort of massive obstacles that you guys couldn't necessarily find a solution for? So You had to sort of change the project plan a little bit or has everything been able to sort of be delivered as you would have liked to have seen it delivered initially?
2: I think we met from the inception of the project and the sort of parameters we set ourselves to work with We have exceeded most of the targets we had on the amount of land that we wanted to have a, an impact on, or the amount of people we want to engage with. So, I don't know if there's been any big hurdles to to pass, other than always wanting more funding and more people to be involved. But we, again, as I said, we've had pe- people. We've never been short sure of people wanting to get involved with the project. So, yeah. I don't think there's been any other
1: hurdles that I can think of. No, I think there's some areas that we've done more than we thought we would and some that we've done less, so we're, kind of, we're going to offer training courses to farmers on sort of environmental issues, and actually the majority of that has been pesticide training, because that's what the demand has been for. Okay. And sort of our grant scheme, some options, we've done quite a lot of wetland restoration, meta-restoration, which we wanted to, and there's some parts of the grant, sort of, there was a farmer innovation fund, but that's not really been that tapped into. So, I think yeah, I think as so Gav said broadly, we've done a lot of what we wanted to do and managed to get over any of the obstacles in our way. I think that's the benefit of having a full-time land advisor and a five-year project is that some bits of the project have moved quite slowly because you're always working with external partners and landowners. It can take time.
0: Mm. Yeah, brilliant. And how did you find delivering or engaging with these, with the farmers and everyone uh, throughout the Covid period actually? Did that change anything at all or was it still fairly straightforward?
3: That was kind of more a homeless period. I think I got a bit of that. There was definitely, I think going out going out to farms and speaking to farmers in person is is really important because um, then you can actually go and visit and discuss them and have a, a decent nuanced conversation with them about what what works you can reasonably do on their land that won't influence whats what they're trying to produce. So yeah, doing that over Zooms. I think uh, over Zoom or just phone calls is... Can sometimes be tedious. I think there was a bit of a lull during COVID, but then that picked up quite, quite readily afterwards. And I was I was able to go out and
2: quickly find farmers that were keen to be involved with the work afterwards. So we, really we got great. on it quite quite quickly afterwards. I guess we're quite lucky in that meeting people on farm where were outside anyway, so the yeah. the COVID barrier wasn't wasn't so so big. And a lot of the farmers undertook some of the works the works themselves, mm-hmm. so there was no scheduling or issues with people who can couldn't come out because of covid because a lot of them weren't doing the work themselves so yeah. yeah we were quite fortunate in that respect
0: okay that's pretty grand and then have you guys been working with any other partners to sort of help deliver these schemes across the the farms and places besides obviously nenscape as with the wildlife trust so it,
1: we lo- did a lot of work with Neen park trust particularly at the start of the project on, so part of our scheme was to have sort of two flagship restora- wetland restoration projects and one of those was at Ferry Meadows. Mm-hmm. So we worked with them at the start with kind of the Rotary Ditcher uh, doing setting setting of their, what they call their Bringing Nature Closer project which was kind of like farmland wetland restoration but within a country park where people could come and see it. So worked closely with them and with Dalek Lakes, Rocking Forest Trust doing some wetland restoration on their reserve as well.
0: So nice and available, open to the public them to also have a look at the things that you're doing i suppose that project wasn't the one that you mentioned earlier bruce with the rotary ditcher
3: that was was a different project that was the first one a couple of years ago but then no we did another one this summer working with six different individual landowners and i think we made it was three and a half kilometers of ditching this summer so oh wow that was pretty cool where was that that was He's east of Peterborough, west of Peterborough, a little bit on Neen Park Trust, Thrapston, Oundle, all the way down the uh, River Neen.
0: Brilliant, grand. Okay, that's really super. Is there anything else that you guys want to mention within the the farming for the future project?
3: I think we've been we've managed to build quite close working relationships with other land advisors in within the county. So we've got Natural England, Environment Agency, Freshwater Habitats Trust, and. The lens project as well so that's been that's been really nice to make a a quarterly meeting where we all kind of get together as a a group of land advisors talk about what what we're all doing all the different projects and how we can all help each other so we we, yeah wouldn't have been able to do that without nenscape and
2: that's something else we're going to carry on okay that's
0: that's really
2: been really productive
0: good to hear brilliant
2: Um, I guess we should shout out, we had uh, quite a number of volunteers doing um, surveys on some of the projects that we did, so some wetland bird surveys and butterfly surveys on on more meadowy sites, so we had a good group, or still have a good group of volunteers doing surveys almost to try and monitor how those interventions we did Mm -hmm. are going, so it was good to get them. And Matt Matt did loads of meadow training sessions over the few years and we've good attendance to a lot more so hopefully inspired a few people as well
0: along the way that's pretty grand thank you any any things that you guys are really really looking forward to doing in the near future in the far future if you have any grand plans in the pipeline or any like little ones
2: (laughs) good question grand plans i think off the off the back of the project of having a, a land advisor we've got some other Big wetland works that we're hoping to do in future, but that's all embryonic at the moment, and and yeah, just going forward for the trust having a permanent land advisor who can visit farms and assist people with any funding that we might have or point them in the right direction of, of stewardship and other projects that are going on. It'd be really really valuable for for us and for the valley as a whole going forward. Hopefully. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's more of the same.
0: Yeah, we'll be good. Brilliant. Okay, that's pretty super. And I mean, if I'm sure you guys have already a vast network that covers almost everything, but if somebody listening to this project also wanted to, uh, to this podcast, sorry, wanted to get involved or like chat to you guys about a potential project or a piece of land, where would they be able to find out more information?
3: Well, you can email us at Northamptonshire at wildlifebcn.org.
0: Thank you very much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time and enthusiasm for the project. Thanks,
1: man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.